Good morning and welcome to the Church of the Assumption Abbey Field. Our celebrant today is Father Tim Curtin. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Good morning. Today we are celebrating Mass, the feast of the Ascension, on this the seventh Sunday of Easter. I welcome our listeners on West Limerick. 102 FM, and to all of you who are joining us on the webcam, whether you are watching from London or Luton, Donegal or Kerry, Akkad, Mielefalte to one and all. At this time, I pray in a very special way God's blessings and protection on you and on your families. So in celebrating this Eucharist, we are reminded that God is with us at this, at this time and he is guiding us through this pandemic. In celebrating Mass today, I'd like to remember a number of people whose anniversaries occur at this time. I offer Mass today for Dick Fitzgerald of Drumtrasna, Mary Dalton and Sister Lima Sullivan of Ate, Jack and Nell Gleason of the Killarney Road here in Abbey Field. So as we, begin God's, as we begin Mass today, now we pray God's blessings and we take a moment to acknowledge our faults and failings. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. A hirna den trokere. A Christ den trokere. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Gladden us with holy joys, Almighty God, and make us rejoice with devout thanksgiving. For the ascension of Christ your Son is our exaltation, and where the head has gone before in glory, the body is called to follow in hope. Through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In my earlier work, Theophilus, I dealt with everything Jesus had done and taught from the beginning until the day he gave his instructions to the apostles he had chosen through the Holy Spirit and was taken up to heaven. He had shown himself alive to them after his passion by many demonstrations. For 40 days he had continued to appear to them and tell them about the kingdom of God. When he had been at table with them, he had told them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for what the Father had promised. It is, he had said, what you have heard me speak about. John baptized with water, but you, not many days from now, will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now having met together, they asked him, Lord, has the time come? Are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know times or dates that the Father has decided by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and then you will be my witnesses, not only in Jerusalem, but throughout Judea and Samaria, and indeed to the ends of the earth. As he said this, he was lifted up while they looked on, and a cloud took him from their sight. They were still staring into the sky, when suddenly two men in white were standing near them, and they said, Why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, this same Jesus will come back in the same way as you have seen him go there. The word of the Lord. Responsorial Sam. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. All peoples clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear. Great King over all the earth. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is king over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and perception of what is revealed to bring you to full knowledge of him. May he enlighten the eyes of your mind so that you can see what hope his call holds for you, what rich glories he has promised the saints will inherit, and how infinitely great is the power that he has exercised for us believers. This you can tell from the strength of his power at work in Christ. When he used it to raise him from the dead, and to make him sit at his right hand in heaven, far above every sovereignty, authority, power, or domination, or any other name that can be named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. He has put all things under his feet, and made him, as the ruler of everything, the head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills the whole creation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. The eleven disciples set out for Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had arranged to meet them. When they saw him, they fell down before him, though some hesitated. Jesus came up and spoke to them. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore make disciples of all the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to observe all the commands I gave you, and know that I am with you always, yes, to the end of time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As you well know, life is busy with entrances and exits. People come and people go. People arrive and people depart. People are born and people die. Most societies usually mark the time of birth and death with rites and ceremonies. Births and deaths are registered because they are of public importance. They affect other people. New arrivals are greeted and cooed over. New departures are prayed for and mourned. And the only thing we know from witnessing death is the parting. The last thing that we know of people in life is their death. And this is what the apostles believed when Jesus died on Good Friday and why they felt so shattered and forsaken and lost. Three days later, he rose from the dead and changed and changed everything. So today's feast is all about Jesus' ascension into heaven and also the promise of a helper in the form of the Holy Spirit. This morning's readings have two stories of Jesus' departure. The first story was written by St. Luke in the Acts of the Apostles, and the second story was written by St. Matthew in his Gospel. St. Luke opens the Acts of the Apostles with the story of Jesus' ascension, and St. Matthew brings his Gospel to a close with the story of Jesus' ascension. So here the writers are conveying to us that Jesus' mission is now complete, while at the same time it marks the beginning of something new. The ascension, therefore, is an ending and a beginning. And I believe that was never more accurate when you think about what is happening in our world of today. You could say in some ways, the old order is gone and something new is evolving and emerging. But as Jesus leaves his disciples, he promises to send a helper in the form of the Holy Spirit. And with the outpouring of the Spirit on Pentecost Sunday, which we will celebrate next Sunday, the mission of the church begins. Because without the Holy Spirit, our work will fail. We need a helper, and that helper is with us today as we continue the work entrusted to the apostles some 2,000 years ago. So we are church, and each of us has a different role to play in that church. That is why St. Paul, for example, prayed for the Christian community in Ephesus that they may be blessed with the Spirit of God. 
and without that spirit the community dies but with it we have life we have power and we have hope today's feast really is a reminder of the importance of the task that has been entrusted to all the mission that jesus entrusted to the early disciples is now entrusted to each and every one of us in the 21st century so it is my responsibility and it is your responsibility to continue that mission and to pass on the faith to future generations the challenge is great but it is not impossible so on this day the feast of the ascension let us celebrate our faith and continue the work that has been entrusted to each of us our profession of faith we believe in one god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen we believe in one lord jesus christ the only son of god eternally begotten of the father god from god light from light true god from true god begotten not made of one being with the father through him all things were made for us and for our salvation he came down from heaven by the power of the holy spirit and became incarnate from the virgin mary and was made man for our sake he was crucified under pontius pilate he suffered death and was buried on the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the father he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end we believe in the holy spirit the lord the giver of life who proceeds from the father and the son with the father and the son he is worshiped and glorified he has spoken through the prophets we believe in one holy catholic and apostolic church we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins we look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come amen on this day we celebrate your return to the father and now we open our souls to the fulfillment of your promise to send us your holy spirit today we pray for francis our pope and for all who lead in our church bless them lord with an outpouring of your holy spirit in all that they say and do lord hear us we pray for our government and for all who hold public office may they always be guided by the highest principles and values and care for all our people lord hear us for the lonely young and the lonely old for the hungry rich and the hungry poor lord hear us we pray for all who are working in our frontline services at this very difficult time remember all our medical people porters cleaners members of angarda shikana people working in retail and keeping our food supplies on our shelves remember the emergency services community groups our postmen and our postwomen and all who care for the elderly elderly and vulnerable people at this awful time lord hear us many people are lonely and sad people are grieving and missing loved ones bless them lord in their pain and sorrow lord hear us and we remember our dead today as we celebrate this mass we remember dick fitzgerald of drumtrasna mary dalton and sister liam o'sullivan of atay and jack and nell gleason of the killarney road abbey feel all for whom this mass is being offered lord hear us and we pray in silence for a few moments lord hear us jesus we stand in awe at the mystery of your death and resurrection we wonder at the depths of your love for us may all peoples of the earth receive the good news of your glory and gospel as your people we ask this day for the power to live in the joy of your rising
We make this prayer and all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. My friends, that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We offer sacrifice now in supplication, O Lord, to honor the wondrous ascension of your Son. Grant, we pray, that through this most holy exchange, we too may rise up to the heavenly realms through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For the Lord Jesus, the King of glory, the conqueror of sin and death, ascended to the highest heavens as the angels gazed in wonder. Mediator between God and us, judge of the world and Lord of hosts, he ascended not to distance himself from our lowly state, but that we, his members, might be confident of following. And where he, our head and founder, has gone, we too hope to follow. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and you make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit graciously make holy. These gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
song let us proclaim the mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognize in the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, Brendan, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, religious, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you, at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. Today remember Dick Fitzgerald of Drumtrasna, Mary Dalton, Sister Lima Sullivan of Ate, Jack and Nell Gleason Killarney Road. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom we bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Gadagadarik, Gunenta de Haller and Talav, Marienta der Nav, Arnaran Lehul, Tur doing a new, Agus Mar doing Arvika, Maravahamid and Darvek Kunafain, Isnailik Shinigahu, Akser Shinawalk. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, and my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you all. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who were called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and the blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
morning, everybody. Just some announcements for the parish of Abbey Field and surrounding parishes here. Next Sunday, as Father Tim has said, is Pentecost Sunday. Bishop Lee has requested that during Mass on Pentecost Sunday that we would highlight the Sacrament of Confirmation in a special way, especially for the children in the parishes who've had their confirmation postponed due to the restrictions put in place because of the coronavirus. We will do that at the 10 o'clock Mass here next Sunday, as that Mass is broadcast, as we know, uh, like this morning, on West Limerick 102 FM. Children from Abbey Field, who have already been confirmed, will assist at the Mass. And we'd encourage parents at home just to have a candle lighting for this Mass and to gather with your children, especially those who are to be confirmed in the coming uh, months, to gather with them as we celebrate the Holy Spirit next Sunday. And next Saturday evening here in Abbey Field Church, we will have a vigil of prayer for the Feast of Pentecost beginning at 9 o'clock. This vigil will be modelled on the Taser style of prayer with chants and prayers in a candlelight setting. Four of our young singers, along with Father Sorgi and myself, will lead this chanting and the prayers. The prayer service will begin at 9 p.m. and you will be able to join us on the webcam here through the Abbey Field uh, Parish website. Our usual vigil mass will obviously take place at half past six. Finally then, just on the trochra collection, and this notice particularly for Abbey Field Parish and for Atte Parishes. Uh, this year's Linton trochra collection will be taken up next Sunday, the final Sunday of May, and parishioners here will be able to drop in their contribution to the Blessed Sacrament Chapel in Abbey Field and for Atte parishioners to the parish church in Atte on this afternoon of Sunday the 31st of May from 2 to 6 p.m. Where possible, parishioners who wish to donate to Trocra should use notes rather than kind and use an envelope rather than using the Trocra box. If parishioners wish to give in their weekly envelope or Easter dues or any other collection envelopes, they can avail of this opportunity to do so next Sunday afternoon here in Abbeyfield and Ate between 2 and 6 p.m. Now, a similar collection will take place in Temple Glanton, Turnafulla, and Mount Collins, also on next Sunday, but the times are different. For parishioners in Temple Glanton, Turnafulla, and Mount Collins, they should bring their donations to their local church at the following times in all three churches, Saturday evening from 7 to 8, and on Sunday morning from 11 to 12 noon. And I know Father Tim will make an announcement shortly for his own parish of Kilcornman, Coolcapper. Just to remind parishioners here that the Blessed Sacrament Church is open every day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we encourage people to maintain the social distancing and to use the hand sanitizer provided on the wall just as you enter the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. Our prayers too are asked today for Sister Labora Sheehy, a Mercy Sister native of Dewa, uh, formerly of Kilkara Dewa, who passed to her eternal reward on the 22nd of May. Sister Labore was a regular visitor both to Abbey Field and Dewar, and we extend our sympathies to her nephews and nieces and friends here in this parish. Her funeral will be private and will take place tomorrow morning, and people can access the funeral through St. Brindon's Parish, Tralee.net, at 11 o'clock. We're also asked to remember today Nora Inright of Killock Dean, Newcastle West, nor a well community activist in the Castle West area and well known throughout West Limerick, and we extend our sympathies to her family. So may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, to the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. So we're grateful to Father Tim Curtin for coming to celebrate Mass here this morning. Father Tim, no stranger to Abbey Field, and working in, in Kilcolman, Coolcappa Parish, and in the parish units of Fines, Shanagold, and Robertstown. And the parish of Glynn, and of course, well known in Rakhil for Colostra and Trocra chaplaincy work there. So we're delighted that you could make the visit to Abbeyfield this morning, Tim. Thanks. Thank you, Canon Tony. And just on the Trocra collection in my own parish next Sunday, I will be in Kilcolman Church at 12 noon next Sunday, available to receive uh, the Trocra collection and any other collections as well, and in Coolcapit Church at 5 o'clock on Sunday evening. So next Sunday at 12 in Kilcolman and next Sunday at 5 in Kulkapa. Thank you. Act of Spiritual Communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. 
I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I give you my heart and my soul. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, assist me in my last agony. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, may I bring forth my soul in peace with you. Amen. O angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. I will in the grass of our day, go get it to her last May, go sehwala to me, or gokila ulk, go sehwala to me, in her anonymous carp, go sehwala to me, or murder tear, go sehwala to me, or lick nabian, guard an angle, osmikyan, dear Rome, Augustilum. Let us pray. Almighty, ever living God, who allow those on earth to celebrate divine mysteries, grant, we pray, that Christian hope may draw us onward to where our nature is united with you, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Amen. Thank you. Sacred space. So our thanks again to Father Tony Mullins and the parishioners of Abbeyfield Parish for facilitating us in listening to Mass this morning. And also thanks to West Limit 102 FM, and especially Jason Smith for connecting us to Abbeyfield today. So now I'd like to remind listeners of some of the programming being broadcast here on West Limit 102 from Come and See Inspirations. So tonight at 11pm, our regular program will be broadcast, featuring Annette O'Donnell, a very joyful 23-year-old student from Cork who shares some of her thoughts with us. Now, after the 1pm news Monday to Friday this week and each week, we continue to broadcast what we call an Inspirational Reflections Programme, which features the rosary recited by Father Kevin Scanlon and Dana, and well, this will be followed Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday by a reflection from the Sacred Space Archive. On Thursday and Friday, after the Rosary, I'm playing some Christian music. It could be traditional hymns, worship music, gospel music. And what I really like is for listeners to text in a request of their favourite piece of music, something they'd like us to hear. You can do that by texting us on 87 That's 87 6088667 or you can email me come and see inspirations at gmail.com that text again 87 just a second piece of information I just want to advise this is of as you'd know the popular novena to Our Lady of Perpetual Help is held each year in the Redemptist Church in Limerick this year due to the COVID-19 restrictions the normal novena will not be open to the public. 
However, the novena will take place online. You can access that at novena.ie. The novena this year is planned from the 19th to the 27th of June. Four sessions each day, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 7.15 p.m. and 9 p.m. That's 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 7.15 p.m. and 9 p.m. I've arranged with Father Seamus Enright, the Rector of Mount St. Alphonsus, to record um, one session of the novena each day, and we'll broadcast it up to the 1 p.m. news here in West Limit 102. Just to remind listeners again that all of our recordings or podcasts of our Come and See Inspirations recordings are available on our podcast page, which is comeandseeinspirations.budspread.com. All you've got to do is just Google Come and See Inspirations. You'll find us there. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcasts. So now I'd like to finish off the broadcast uh, this morning with a podcast from a programme we broadcast in January this year. It's again with Annette O'Donnell, the 23-year-old student from Cork, who just loves her faith. So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined by Shane Ambrose on the end of the Skype line. And it's a pleasure for me to introduce someone who I met a few years ago, actually, in a faith camp uh, for children here in Abbeyfield, organised by Martina O'Sullivan, a good friend of the family. Um, good morning, Annette O'Donnell. Welcome to Come and See Inspirations. Thank you so much for having me, John. That's, that's a few years ago now since I met you there back at the faith camp with our good friend um, Martina O'Sullivan. I was speaking with her in more recent days and she asked me to mm-hmm. pass on her regards to you. Well done. Now, you're from Mitchellstown, I think, in County Cork, and you're attending university in Dublin. Mm-hmm. How did someone like you get involved with a faith camp in Abbeyfield? Well, I was very blessed when I was in third year in secondary school. A religion teacher, Martha Kent, she set up a faith camp in Mitchellstown and asked for volunteers from the school um, to go and to just help with the children. And I suppose maybe the incentive was... Going into transition year, we were undertaking different awards like the Goshka, and it was almost advanced payment towards those hours. So almost half a year volunteered at it. And the first that was my first ever faith camp. And I was on art and I saw nothing but glitter and glue for the week. (laughs) I loved it. Um, And yeah, from there, then the following year, I did more and Abby Field almost became my second home I said with the lovely O'Callaghan's and um, Martina and all the people down there beautiful people tell me um, did did faith play an important part of your family just before before the faith camp as you were growing up in your family Um, I suppose I would have gone to mass on a Sunday and maybe under a little bit of protest Um, we would always (laughs) We, yeah, we would have had all, we would have had to go to mass on a Sunday. We would have known how to pray the rosary, um, and my mom would have good faith. So there was there was a lingering of it, absolutely. Beautiful. So after after um, faith camp in Abbeyfield, you continued on your mm-hmm. faith journey with a few more uh, episodes. One of which I believe was, I think it was last year. You said you attended a Sikh conference in Indianapolis. What's mm-hmm. a, what's a Sikh conference, and why did you go? A very good question. Um, so Sikh is a conference that is held in the States, as you said, in America, and it is for university students um, or young professionals to attend. It's run by Focus Missionaries. So Focus stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And these are all people who have graduated in college you know, some of them might have done science, history, medicine, whatever. And they're taking a year out, maybe a year, two years, three years to go back and serve on campus in universities and to establish, I suppose, um, relationship between um, between college students and themselves um, to help them in their relationship with God. So there's almost 
a thousand missionaries worldwide. It's a phenomenal story about how it grew and the fruits that they're bringing about is just unbelievable. Um, and so when I was in second year in college, I lived with uh, girls who were in UCD. I myself don't go to UCD, but through them and their contact with the Focus Missionaries on campus, I got to know about Focus. And I remember one of the missionaries, we were volunteering just at an event in Dublin. And one of the missionaries said to me, Annette, you're going to go to America um, to the conference. And I said, absolutely not. I thought it was completely ludicrous that you fork out a fortune um, on flights and everything else to go to in America to go to a conference that was in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, God's ways are always bigger than our own, John. Yes, and yeah. I ended up going, um, as, well, actually, I went twice. I went to the first conference, which is in Chicago, two years ago. And then the second conference I went to was Seek. So that has over 18,000 university students present and my god did the americans tell us what it was to have faith wow you know like during adoration in this amazingly massive hall you could hear a pin drop and there were eighteen thousand knees on the ground you know thirty six thousand because both knees were on the ground it was phenomenal and the speakers were just top class um, and of course we were Irish we were adored over there it was just a phenomenal experience and one that I'll definitely never forget Sally can I just ask you again did you say 18,000 yeah okay I thought I had I, I had a beautiful experience in Medjugorje a few mm-hmm. times when I'd be at I'd be at adoration there, and uh, you know maybe there'd be a few thousand there, you know maybe ten thousand, maybe you know, but 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 mm-hmm. eighteen thousand young people mm-hmm. not hearing a pin yeah. drop. Unbelievable, and I suppose you know oftentimes when you're at mass here and you can feel like you are really part of the minority, being a young person, and just seeing that faith that amount of faith being contained in one room was just really inspiring and I suppose another thing is you know to describe the Americans that were there they were unashamedly Catholic um, and it's something you really notice you know I oftentimes people you know might say oh, are you off to mass? And, you know, even if you are, you'd say, yeah, oh, but sure, only because the parents are making me go. You know, we sometimes feel like we need to defend ourselves. We have to explain ourselves. And it does make you question why, you know, you know, maybe there's that little bit of shame lingering there. Um, but their faith was just such a beautiful part of them. And they were really moving mountains with their evangelization. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I suppose I understood when I was there why you needed to go to go to Indianapolis to have that experience with that amount of people Um, and the religious that were there. I mean, the queue of priests that processed up and down before and after mass, it there was a wait of up to three minutes just for them to pass. It was surreal. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, the whole thing about being Catholic is we're part of being part of the church is being part of a very big, um, very big church. And that was just really evident to see. Just going back there, and and you mentioned there about speakers, I I would imagine that the speakers there were speaking to the experience of young people, and that's what spoke to the young people. They needed to hear things from where they were, Mm i.e. they're in the culture and all the problems attended to the culture. So they were speaking to to the people who were living in, in, in the culture, but with that faith aspect too. Would that be right? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose they were relevant and they were relatable. Um, they knew what the student experience was like. And some of the speakers, you know, they were 
just students a very short time ago. Um, but I suppose they were practical in their approach as well. You know, they know the struggles. You know, one person decides to set up a, a prayer meeting on campus, all enthusiastic, and all of a sudden no one's turning up. Um, so, you know, what are the practical ways that we can establish um, a real relationship with Christ, with people? And I suppose the focus model of that, um, what they would term discipleship, is very effective in that manner. What they advocate is you invest in two people, just two. Um, so you get to know those people, you build a friendship with those people, and you introduce those people to God. And, you know, the idea is eventually each, both of those two people will go on to disciple two other people. Um, and, you know, they did a model and, you know, it's, it's I suppose that is, that is a, a lot more effective than we can think in terms of, you know, I need to, we need a hundred people at a prayer meeting. Um, and I suppose, you know, looking at, looking at the Lord, he had 12 disciples and there is a lot that we can learn if we go back to that. Just before we leave, uh, we, we leave this particular section, you, you might just uh, just stay with me just for this last little uh, question. Um, from your experience, Annette, and I've asked this over a number of people over, over, the, over the years, what would you say to, to listeners of this programme who might be young or maybe not so young, who are struggling uh, these days to stay connected with God in the culture with all that's been thrown against them and all the negativity and so on and so forth? Mm-hmm. I suppose, you know, we can struggle to find God because of all the distraction that we have. Um, so taking a time where you just remove that distraction, you know, in peace and quiet, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, in the car, and, you know, know that God is always there and he is just waiting for you to ask, to talk to him. And how do you talk to God? You pray. And that is what prayer is. And, you know, I suppose so many people can can say, well, how do I pray? And the simplest prayer is is your how how you're feeling and how what you want to ask God. Just ask him and um, keep trusting. No. Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Know yeah. that he is all there. Hmm. So ask him and keep asking him. Um, because he he will talk back, he will show you the way. Um, keep asking is what I would say, and make time. You know, I suppose it's like any relationship. We we live our lives, and they're so busy, and then something happens, and we say, oh, God, why did you do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I suppose if you imagined it in terms of relationship, you know, oftentimes it could be a very unhealthy relationship yeah. mm-hmm. where it's, it's a one-way system, and... We need to realise that, that it, it does work as a two-way system. Thank you so much indeed for that, Annette. Are you going to stay with us for the Gospel Reflection? You are? Of course. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> now, before that, I asked you to choose a little piece of music. Uh, what music did you, yes. would you choose? And why? Um, and why? So I talked a little bit about that moment when I looked around and there was everyone with their 36,000 knees on the ground and the the hymn that was playing at the time was Oh Come to the Altar. And yeah, it just it has a beautiful memory for me of Seek. And when you listen to the words, it is, you know, it's like an invitation from God and it's just a warm embrace that he wants to give. It's beautiful and I do love it. Maybe maybe this is our chance too to to also just give the Lord a few minutes here while we're listening to this beautiful piece of music. And it's sung by Elation Worship and it's entitled come to the altar.
So thanks again for joining us this morning. Please God, we'll meet again shortly. In the meantime, have a good week. God bless. Bye-bye now. Sacred Space.